Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? This is Phoebe. This is Mike. This is episode 11 of the Mike and Phoebe show. Happy Friday. It is St. Patrick's Day today. Glad to have you guys join us. And today we have Stephen Hale joining us live from the city of Paris. He is the public information officer. Hey, Stephen. Woohoo. Hey, guys. Thanks Hi. for having me back. Yes, yes. We're so happy that you can join us again. Yes, ma'am. So um, we got lots of great topics to talk about. You mm-hmm. want to tell us about the Read Across America? Yes, the Read Across America event. We did that a couple weeks ago. Um, we had uh, our mayor pro tem, Maricela Nava, and then some of our other members of our leadership team. Um, we had assistant city manager, Wendell Bugtai, and deputy city manager, Ernie Reyna, and then a couple of our other staff members who all went out to Palm Elementary School and participated in the Read Across America program where they read to uh, a bunch of students, elementary school students, grades uh, first through fourth grade, and just took some time, opened up some Dr. Seuss books, opened up some uh, kind of follow-along books, and and just took time to read to the kids and teach them about um, all the different unique stories that are in the in the in some of those books and just really tried to impress upon these young kids that it doesn't matter if how well of a reader you are just pick up a book and start reading because reading is power and so we were very honored to be a part of that I got to go and witness some of that take some some photos and the staff over at Palm Elementary was so awesome to us they were so welcoming and it was just a great day all around with those kids yeah I did remember seeing pictures of um, that program so I remember seeing the kids faces Mm -hmm. they were all enthralled and interested in the books So, um, and I remember as a kid loving to read and that's where it starts is when you were a kid. And I believe that the Friday that it was done on was Dr. Seuss's birthday. So there was a big, heavy emphasis on Dr. Seuss books as well. Um, reading, you know, cat in a hat and, uh, are you my mother? That's one of my old favorites, um, with the little bird. So there was a, there was, it was cute and it's just cool to see the kids too. They get to take a break from I'm sure there's no kid who's complaining about taking a break from class so that they can, yeah, yeah, so that they can read a little bit. So uh, it was a great day, and we were very honored to be a part of that and just see some smiles on those kids' faces. That is so cool to see our city government so involved with the local community with the children. Yes, you know, um, I don't think we had that growing up. That's for sure. I don't think (laughs) so. No, no. They only had a thing where you can read books and you get the achievement for uh, reading the book. Yeah, yeah. That was about it. Nothing like this. That was about the extent of it, right? Yeah. Very cool. That's a nice program. So now tell me about the billing delay, and we've received some notifications about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So. this is um, this is not surprising to us. We had a uh, shift over in a new software system for our billing. So we've had some customers that have just not received a bill for the month of February. And uh, yes, you still have to pay your water oh, bill. Oh, man. You're, you're not out of the loop here. Um, you should have get, gotten that bill by now. Um, it should have circulated. But it was just a software update that just kind of reset some dates for us. Um, it's mainly, I, I guess this would be the bill that you, you would receive it in February for the month of January. So now we're mid March. You should have had that by now. If you have not received a January water bill, you should give us a call. Okay. We want to be able to help you out and figure out what's going on. You can call us at 951-943-4610. That is our um, billing hotline. Or if you'd rather just send us an email, you can hit us at utility 
underscore billing at cityofparis.org. Um, we still need you to submit those payments to your account um, so that you don't get hit with any increased accrued areages. That's a fun word to say. Um, it's a temporary issue, and this should be resolved uh, by your next billing cycle. So we shouldn't see this anymore moving forward. It was just a little blip that we had in our software update for the month of January. So let me ask you, Stephen, mm-hmm. as a consumer, mm-hmm. how would we know uh, how much our bill would be if we didn't actually receive it? Like, do we just guess, okay, based on our last month's bill, like if we paid, sure. what, 30, 40 bucks, mm-hmm. then it, let's just send over 40 bucks? How, yeah, how you, we... sh- you should follow along with your averages and make sure that you're um, still kind of keeping up with past trends. And then you can always go back and get a credit or a refund back if it's an overage um, but also if it's short, we can still track that you've made an effort to pay something on that and that'll keep us in good standing. We're, we're happy to work with everybody. We don't, we don't want to see people's water or utilities just shut off. So as long as you're making that effort and not, you know, trying to get away with the free, you know, month, Hey, I didn't get a bill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, there, that would be what my recommendation would be is, is do that, but also give us a call. I mean, we're aware of this. It's not like we haven't paid attention to it. So uh, everybody should be able to reach out to us. Your number's on your water bill, um, the information. So reach out to us and we'll get it taken care of as quickly as possible. We don't get a free month of water? Yeah. No, I guess not. That. I mean, well, you know, shoot. we can't get that for free. Yeah, that's too bad. Oh, well. <laughs> so um, talking about that, what about the build? Oh, the annual action plan? Yes, the annual action plan. So this is an important document that each city um, is responsible for every city receives funds from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Paris is no different in that. And we're required to de- develop an annual action plan to basically show, hey, you guys are giving us this money. Here's how we're going to use it. These funding sources, um, they're reported in the annual action plan, and that includes the Community Development Block Grant and a whole bunch of other funds. And that's just how you know the city gets the money. What are we spending it on? We want to make sure that we're on the up and up. And so that's what we're creating right now. It's, it's, uh, it helps to address the needs of low and moderate income persons. And this is outlined in the city's five-year consolidated plan. And the truth is, is that the city of Paris needs your input. We need to hear from our residents, um, from our taxpayers, from our voters to talk to us about what we'd like to use those funds for. And uh, we're going to offer that available for public comment. It was actually offered for public comment on March the 10th. And the scheduled hearing for this, which is super important, we want people to participate in the public hearings, that's coming up on April the 11th. So mark your calendars so that you can have your input provided for the annual action plan. Um, You can come into that. We keep that document. It's a big binder. You're not going to be able to read it in five minutes. I wish I wish we could all just do that. But uh, come down to the city clerk's office. We can provide you with a copy of that document. And then you could submit a written comment on this drafted document and get that uh, into the public hearing for April the 11th. So it's an important way about how Paris spends our money. And the only way that we can be beneficial for that as a city is we got to hear from our residents. So if you're concerned about the city or what the city's doing with their money, this is a great opportunity for you to come and provide some input on that. So that's an actual binder that they can read, uh, you know, look at mm-hmm. uh, at the city hall. Sure. Okay. Yep. Right there at city at the city clerk's office, 101 North D Street in the main city hall building. You can go in and ask for Judy. Judy's a, our wonderful assistant city clerk here in the city, and she maintains all of this. And uh, get your stuff in before that April 11th public hearing. That's the big cutoff day there. That's very important to do. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. 
And let's see here. So we talked about the annual action plan and building mm-hmm. uh, department relocation. Yes. The, yeah. The building department. The building department got a much needed facelift. Nice. In their uh, in their new in their I guess it's their old home. They're going back into their old home, but it's kind of like a new home. It's mm-hmm. got a full remodel. Uh, we just noticed that over the years, you know, cities change and um, departments change. They evolve. Uh, the city of Paris is not what it was 10, 15, 20 years ago, even five years ago. We continue to expand. And so uh, we've done a, a facelift that's going to give us some new restroom facilities, a new lobby waiting area, you know, kind of where Ooh. the where the counter is, which is always good because nobody likes to come into a lobby and you just get a little metal folding chair and that's where you sit. So tried to make it a little more comfortable, a little more welcoming. Um, we've also had to rearrange some staff members and we've had different personnel. I think when some of those early buildings were designed, it might've been designed for, you know, 10 employees. And now that the staff grows and now you have 18 or 22 employees, you know, we don't want to put them in, in the hallway or just set them up at a desk. So we've redesigned some of that. Our building department is super important to the city. Everybody who wants to build in Paris, you have to go through the building department. That depends if you're getting a business permit or a business license. Uh, That depends if you're trying to get uh, operating um, procedures, if if you need plan checks, if you need permits. Our building department drives so much of our... um, of the way that Paris looks and the way that Paris uh, is perceived by its own community and neighboring communities. So it's very important that we take... um, some focus onto that and we've housed them briefly in the um, temporary facility over on 11 south d street that's kind of caddy corner to where lagar would be in that area the coffee shop right across from the engineering department mm. our folks over at tri lakes um, they've been in there uh, with a whole bunch of other tenants and and they've been there for about six months waiting patiently and i know that that sta- that group of staff uh, they've had to do makeshift desks and makeshift uh, computers and still do the job. Wow. You know, the business doesn't stop. And I think now everybody's excited. So if you're one of those business owners or you're somebody that needs a permit or a business license or anything of that caliber, you're going to submit plans for approval. Um, we've been sending you over to 11 South D Street uh, right around mid-April. We're going to have you start coming back onto the City Hall campus and to that uh, long building right there next to City Hall um, and we hope that you will all see that this has been a beneficial thing for everybody. It's for residents and it's for staff alike. And I know our teams have been working hard on getting this thing back up and running. And the the big thing about this is the efficiency. That's what it's going to do. We are now moving uh, COVID-19. The pandemic helped mm-hmm. kind of drive the city towards us a little bit. But now everything's online. And we have yeah. submitted uh, all of our... Uh, processing portals are online. The only thing that you have to do in person is plan checks. You know, submit your plans in uh-huh. person. Okay. Those still have to be reviewed. But now you can submit a business permit online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of what we've restructured has been to do that. And we're excited to have this thing open. Uh, hopefully, I want to say the first week of April, but let's go ahead and be generous and say maybe like the second week of April. Oh, it's quite good. nice that they actually uh, streamlined a lot of it uh, yeah. compared to what it used to be. That You had to go down there. Right on everything that uh, you wanted to do, either at mm-hmm. your home or at your business. Yep. So it's kind of nice. I mean, as recently as three, four, five years ago, we were taking handwritten applications. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, you'd have to do all that kind of stuff, and 
you know, just as as uh, the society has evolved and the city has evolved and grown, and we're happy to just kind of have more like a centralized location where you can do all that stuff. And uh, you can do it digitally now, and that's mm-hmm. going to help out a lot of our residents, which, like I said, is for efficiency. Mm-hmm. You know, you get more stuff out of the queue. You get some more stuff going. Now we can continue, and we can move on to the next thing. So we're excited about this change. I know it just sounds like a simple renovation of a city hall building, but this is a very big thing for us, and we're excited to get that thing rolling. Good. Yeah, it's all. It's very good to be efficient and getting things done uh, in a quick, easy manner. So yes, that's ma'am. awesome. Very yes. exciting news. Okay, so then um, tell me about Storm Tickets, the uh, Lake Elsinore Storm. Yes, Lake Elsinore Storm. Uh, I actually had an opportunity to reach out um, about a year and a half ago with uh, one of a gentleman named Terrence Tucker who works for the Lake Elsinore Storm. And we had some initial conversations about having a Paris Day and how to uh, celebrate and kind of reward residents of Paris. Now, granted, they're a little bit down the ways from us in Lake Elsinore, not too far uh, but they're a San Diego Padres affiliate, uh, or affiliate of the San Diego Padres. I know we have a lot of Dodger fans that are in our <laughs> Paris community or that might listen to the show. Mm-hmm. So they're a Padres affiliate, but they've been great to us. And last year, um, they had a Paris Day for us. They gave some training to some of our grounds crew members, um, some of our public works teams on how they maintain the football, excuse me, the baseball fields. And so kind of worked with some of their techniques for our own city staff members, gave them some special trainings like, hey, this is how you take care of large scale lawns and yards and stuff like that, which is useful for our grounds crew um, as they kind of work around city hall properties. Uh, they they gave um, discounted tickets. I think we were able to get tickets for like five dollars to this to these games, wow. and they donated some tickets for our employees to go to. We were able to sell them to residents at an extreme discounted cost. Um, included parking stuff, the tickets that we were giving away, and the ones that we were selling to our residents. It included a free drink and a free um, hot dog as well. Our mayor got to go out and throw the first pitch in the in the opening game. Um, our staff got to meet a lot of the players. I mean, it was just a great day for us. And so they have, um, they've reached out to us and asked us to offer some sponsorship opportunities. Uh, so if you're interested, if you're a local business here in Paris and you're looking for advertisement, um, the Lake Elsinore storm has tons of sponsorship packages for you. You can do it as small as maybe just for a game, just reserving a couple seats and getting your name on those seats. Or they have packages um, where you can actually reserve an entire section of seats for the whole season. Uh, Or maybe you want to put your banner out in left field. Or maybe you want to reserve a spot in the concourse. Uh, They've been very good to us over the last year. And we wanted to kind of return that favor to them. And then we're going to be planning. I don't have any details yet. But later this summer, uh, maybe early fall, we'll be planning some a Paris day again. Uh, I think that the first one was a great success. And so we want to continue working with them and just uh, helping out where we can with the, with the Lake Elsinore storm. And last year they were the, Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. I don't want to mess it up. Um, They were the, they were champions of the California league. uh, And yep. 2022 California league champions. Uh, So that was the year that we were part of. So we want to get on the train early while, they're, you know, we want to rock with the champs here out of, yes. out of Lake Elsinore. There you go. Yep. Yeah. We've been there quite a few times. We mm-hmm. saw Pablo Francisco, which oh, yeah. was amazing. We he were was. right in the VIP, yep. which was awesome. And we went to the chamber mixers mm-hmm. a few times. Yeah. And then we just went there um, recently. 
Uh, we love their facility. It's a great facility. It's a beautiful stadium. Yeah, especially yeah. for being so local. Yes. And I saw online that they're doing a lot of new renovations and yes. additions as well to their um, premises. So that's yes. exciting. They've done an amazing job over there, um, and we're happy to partner with them and looking forward to bringing another Paris Day. Yeah, here that would be amazing. Yes. Absolutely. So then uh, folks can go online if they want to um, check that out for details, right? Yep. Stay me, on your socials. And... Yep. We'll have more information <laughs> on our socials as that cool. comes. But if, you, if you're interested in those sponsorship opportunities, contact them at stormbaseball.com or you can call them directly at 951-245-4487. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm glad that we can help in... Um, not exactly being a partner, but we're we're helping out in um, oh, yeah. giving them airtime and things like that. So yeah, that's very indeed. exciting. Yeah. We're happy to do that. So, um, oh, and being that, well, we're airing today. Well, we're airing on Friday, St. Patrick's Day, mm -hmm. but today's actually technically Wednesday. So do you want to tell us about the St. Patrick's Day um, Senior Luncheon? When is yes, that happening? Yes, that's happening on St. Patrick's Day. Our seniors are so excited for this. Um, they're doing what they call a green out. So they've invited everybody to just bring your potluck, bring your food for St. Patrick's Day, whatever you feel like. But they're giving out some awards and prizes for whoever wears the most green oh. uh, for St. Patrick's Day. So I know our seniors are super excited about that. It's going to be in the banquet hall over at our senior center. It's going to last from 12 to 2. Um, they have a bunch of prizes. They're going to have music, games, all kinds of stuff like that. But the big thing is the green out. So uh, if, if you're listening to this and there's still time, get over there to the senior center by two o'clock and wear as much green as you possibly can. It'll be a, it'll be a fun time for our seniors over there. Very nice. Yeah. Almost always is. Yeah. Yep. Very exciting. And um, in keeping with the theme, uh, how about breakfast with the bunny? Ooh, it's time. Breakfast yes. with the bunny. Easter's almost Hippity here. Hippity hoppity. Hippity <laughs> hoppity. Now I got to tell you, I like Easter because I love those Cadbury eggs. I get in <laughs> trouble. I eat too many of them almost, <laughs> almost every year. My wife always has to, fuss at me she's like okay that's you've saved some for the kids right <laughs> um screw the kids <laughs> just buy more <laughs> that's right. we'll get a we'll get a we'll get another pack of them. yeah that's okay. right but this uh breakfast with bunnies coming up on april the first we're gonna have two seatings for breakfast with bunny there's one at 9 a.m and then one at 10 45 um they're gonna do a big egg hunt on the front lawn uh begins at 9 a.m there'll be a couple different times just based off of your age group for that uh, the egg hunt is free for children 12 and under, which is great. We want to try and keep this free for our community. We're not charging for that. Um, we're also going to have the bunny there. You can take plenty of photos with the Easter bunny and you can bring your own camera and you can take your own photos. But if you want, we'll have um, photographers that'll be there. They'll print your photo out on the spot and then you can get a commemorative frame for it for only $3. Um, now we are going to be providing a breakfast. And if you want breakfast, that's going to cost $10 for everyone ages five and up. That's to cover the cost for the breakfast. If anybody who's four and under, they get to eat for free. But the important thing is that you have to register for breakfast. You can't just show up and just expect that because we do have spaces that are limited. So registration lasts until March the 24th. You have to sign up before March 24th. You can do that by going to the website for the city of Paris, cityofparis.org, and then check out the civic rec portal. And then in there you can itemize. It's like you build a cart. Um, so you put in how many, however many tickets you want for breakfast with bunny and then pick your time slot if you want the 9 a.m. or the 1045 and then we'll get you squared away for breakfast with bunny on April 
the first. It's gonna be awesome, and that's super cool. That's not a, a practical joke, right? It's actually no, it's actually yeah, there. It's actually We're gonna do yeah. it. No, <laughs> April, no April Fools for this. <laughs> but you know, hey, why why would you want to go try and wait a line at the mall for hours on yeah. the end to try yeah. and find the bunny or something? Yeah. He's gonna be right here. Yeah. And, Right there at the Bob Glass Gymnasium. Yeah. You don't have to wait in line. You mm-hmm. get to eat some pancakes along the way, do an egg hunt. You don't yeah. have to drive all that way either. Exactly. Yeah, it's so, right yeah. here. So yeah. yeah. Sign up today and register for the Breakfast with Bunny. There you That's go. Good. Awesome. And now, Stephen, I did see something online um, mm-hmm. recently about the healthy checkout options. Yes. Yeah. That City of Paris has recently taken on. Yes. Now, this is super cool. Our city council um, passed this unanimously. Oh, I want to say that this passed, uh, it was at the city council meeting on February 14th on Valentine's Day, and this was a unanimous decision to pass this ordinance. This ordinance says that now all of our local grocers are going to be required to put healthy checkout snacks at their checkout stations. So instead of, you know, high sugar candies and um, foods, you know, that aren't very good for you, we're trying to ask our uh, grocers now, please put healthier options, whether it's fruits, vegetables, um, maybe it's healthy granola bars, maybe it's healthier snack options, um, nuts, that, that, that kind of stuff. That's what we're trying to do for the kind of the overall well-being and health of our entire community. Um, you know, that's uh, we're the second city in the state of California to do this. This The first ordinance passed um, for the city of Berkeley, California. It passed unanimously back, I believe it was in 2000 and. 21. Yep. It took, went back. It went in, excuse me, it passed in 2020 and then it went into effect in 2021. And both in Berkeley and here in Paris, this was a unanimous decision. And we have to give a special shout out to um, our statewide advocacy groups, the public health advocates and the boys and girls club of the inland Valley who really wanted to help drive this initiative. They wanted to bring more healthy options for our kids, for uh, our young people, they thought that was important. And uh, we're we're just proud to bring this into into our, our community. We always talk about our parks and we always talk about our programming, you know, for healthy eating and active lifestyles. But now we wanted to go a step beyond that and try and promote um, these healthy eating options at checkouts. I know I'm guilty of this. I'm standing in the checkout line. I see that Snickers bar there or that Milky Way or those Reese's Pieces. And I just, <laughs> I don't even think, I just toss it in the cart. Yeah. And now thinking about this, it's like, uh, maybe how about an apple or a banana or maybe a cliff bar or something, something of that caliber. So, um, this does not go into effect until July 1st, July 1st. And what we're doing for that is we're trying to give our grocers and our stores, uh, here around town, the opportunity to come into compliance with this new ordinance. We've gotten a lot of phone calls. What does this mean? Does this mean I can't, I can't have candy bars there well you can but you also have to have healthy options as a supplement right there you know to to make sure that people have that option and so um we're going to be offering some training for anybody that has major questions give some folks some information on here's some options or here's some other alternatives that you can have so i would encourage people to follow the muse and check us out on social media for more updates on when some of those classes will be or some of those programs but we're really excited to get this underway to be the second person or the second batch of uh, uh, the second city, so to speak, um, in California to bring this initiative. And it, I think it just shows that we're looking for the overall well-being and health of our residents. That is a very exciting thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I did read some of the comments and I know there's um, a lot of confusion. So when mm-hmm. you said 
just having healthy options. So it's just as an option next to what traditional snacks and whatnot, or are they going to just take away the traditional snacks? Because I'm like you. I fall short too. I'm human. Mm -hmm. I do like my, I'm more for salty. We all do that. Yeah. you know, everyone's human, but it's also good to stay on track and try and make, you know, yeah. better choices. So would they have, you know, the healthier options? And then also you, sh- you should have both. OK, um, so, you know, you can't make everybody eat right. apples and oranges all yeah. day long. Uh, <laughs> people have the right to choose, yeah. you know, which snack they want to have. Mm-hmm. But we want to put. You know, it's kind of one of those things. It's it's uh, out of sight, out of mind. Right. And so if you're at the checkout counter and you don't even see an apple or you don't even see an orange or a banana or nuts and berries or whatever the thing is, you just go, oh yeah, I'll just I'll just have the Reese's Pieces again, mm-hmm. or I'll have yeah. the Snickers bar or the pretzels or whatever the thing is, uh, whatever your poison is, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so um, what we're trying to do is not necessarily just fully replace, but supplement with. You know, here's here's an option, okay. and that's what it is. Um, and we think that that's going to go a long ways. And so that's a large part about what kind of goes into our training is going. No, you. It's not that you can't carry you know, candy bars anymore, right. but here's some better options or some better alternatives that would be in place for you. Okay. Yep. That definitely clarifies, clarifies it. <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, does. Cause yeah. I saw the comments. I was like, Ooh, yeah. it's, it, this is, this sure. is a heated discussion right here. All the candy bars are gone. Yeah. All the gum oh, is no. gone. Everything will be gone. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're just going to get, you know, nuts. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good to know. Yep. That's good to know that you guys are going to have training. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, and we'll, that's always the question is, you know, what, qual- what constitutes a healthy snack? Right. Uh, and so our public works team who is worked very hard on this ordinance, they've worked with the uh, boys and girls club of inland Valley, um, they've worked really hard to come up with some alternatives and some other healthy options. And so can't say enough about the work that, uh, Crystal Lopez and her team over in public health have done to really push this initiative through. And you know, like I said, we're the second city in California. So we hope to be on the forefront of leading this charge, um, and hope to, you know, just give people another alternative as opposed to just without thinking, without hesitating, you just grab yeah. that next candy bar or that next bag of candy. So since it's an actual city ordinance, mm-hmm. is the city actually going to completely enforce all of this? Mm-hmm. Or is it, uh, you know, just a, you know, we'd like you to do it, but it's up to you. Well, it is an ordinance. And so we'll have our code enforcement officers uh, that will, you know, they'll have to do random compliance checks at times. Okay. Oh, they might okay. have to go in. And if we find out that a grocer is not, um, you're not adhering to that ordinance or they're not following um that then yeah we might have to have some conversations with them and we might have to there'll be some there'll be citations like any other you know you can't just let your grass grow in the back of your yard right Mm -hmm. you know so we have code enforcement officers that maintain the entire code and all the ordinance of the city and this will be just right on par with with kind of what they're already doing uh for that and i i think it's it it'll take a a little bit of time for it's a big change right it's a big change and yeah uh, also, you know, if you're gonna put fruit out there, you have to put fresh fruit out there. You can't right. put, you can't leave, you know, be like, Hey, we put out apples and oranges and then it stays there for two and a half weeks. And right. yeah. so, uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll take some folks time to kind of get comfortable and to kind of realize, you know, the new setup here. Uh, and we'll work with, with, uh, grocers on that and various grocery stores on that, but it, it is going to be an ordinance and it is going to be something that we're going to be expecting folks to, uh, adhere to as, as we move forward into this healthy, healthy, uh, healthy eating and active lifestyle, you know, kind of campaign here. There we go. 
Yeah, I do like that idea, though, because um, when we go to uh, gas stations and such, when mm-hmm. we're driving around and we see, you know, some of them have the apples mm-hmm. and uh, bananas and oranges set as an option. They got the healthier yep. nuts and things like that. So as long as they have uh, the option to do it, mm-hmm. then that's that's good. It's a good idea to do. Yeah. And I, yeah. I mean, I have young kids. I have two kids that are under 10 years old. And every time we're at the grocery store and it they, they get me in the checkout line and my <laughs> daughter is. You know, it's just one treat, Daddy. Right? Come on, just, Dad. Come on. Yeah, and I now I'm gonna have the power to be like, okay, you have to half a banana with your brother, and then yeah. you can share you a bag go. of Skittles or some something like that. Yeah. Uh, so you're right. It it yeah. does, and it, when it's in your line of sight, mm-hmm. it just gives you that extra second, you know, to yeah. to to rethink about it. Um, when it's not there, it's just, you just kind of, yeah, I'll just go for what I know. I'll oh, go yeah. for my. Like I said, my, go for my poison there, so to speak. So. Yeah. That's why they always had those things at the uh, drive-in theaters. You That's know, right. The, yeah, if they put those things in, yep. you're like, ooh, I need some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, no one ever put a drive-in theater at an apple orchid. <laughs> no, 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 that's true, too. Yeah. That's, <laughs> no. There's no drive-in theaters. <laughs> no. Next, <laughs> yeah. Next to a banana farm. That's right. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Somebody's got an idea yeah. there, though. Right. <laughs> I, I just put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have an apple orchid? There you go. <laughs> that's kind of a cute idea yeah right <laughs> yeah you probably do oranges apples yeah. and uh, all the other good stuff that's right that's too funny well Stephen, it was a joy to have you here join us today yes, talking ma'am. about um the topics for paris now we hope to see you again in two weeks to talk about more uh paris items yes and so this is Stephen hale the public information officer from the city of paris joining us here live in studio thank you Stephen. thank you for having me guys i appreciate your time yes. absolutely Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app.